Day 9 of the Novena to the Holy Spirit With quotes from John Paul II's encyclical Dominum et Vivificantem We wish to bring to a close these considerations in the heart of the Church and in the heart of man. The way of the Church passes through the heart of man because here is the hidden place of the salvific encounter with the Holy Spirit, with the hidden God. And precisely here the Holy Spirit becomes a spring of water welling up to eternal life. He comes here as the Spirit of Truth and as the Paraclete, as he was promised by Christ. From here he acts as counsellor, intercessor, advocate, especially when man, when humanity finds itself before the judgment of condemnation by that accuser about whom the book of Revelation says that he accuses them day and night before our God. The Holy Spirit does not cease to be the guardian of hope in the human heart, the hope of all human creatures, and especially of those who have the first fruits of the Spirit and who wait for the redemption of their bodies. The Holy Spirit, in his mysterious bond of divine communion with the Redeemer of man, is the one who brings about the continuity of his work. He takes from Christ and transmits to all, unceasingly entering into the history of the world through the heart of man. Here he becomes, as the liturgical sequence of the Solemnity of Pentecost proclaims, the true Father of the poor, giver of gifts, light of hearts, he becomes the sweet guest of the soul, whom the Church unceasingly greets on the threshold of the inmost sanctuary of every human being. For he brings rest and relief in the midst of toil, in the midst of the work of human hands and minds. He brings rest and ease in the midst of the heat of the day, in the midst of the anxieties, struggles and perils of every age. He brings consolation when the human heart grieves and is tempted to despair. And therefore the same sequence exclaims, Without your aid nothing is in man, nothing is without fault. For only the Holy Spirit convinces concerning sin, concerning evil, in order to restore what is good in man and in the world, in order to renew the face of the earth. Therefore he purifies from everything that disfigures man, from what is unclean. He heals even the deepest wounds of human existence, he changes the interior dryness of souls, transforming them into the fertile fields of grace and holiness. What is hard he softens, what is frozen he warms, what is wayward he sets anew on the paths of salvation. Praying thus, the Church unceasingly professes her faith that there exists in our created world a Spirit who is an uncreated gift. He is the Spirit of the Father and of the Son. Like the Father and the Son, he is uncreated, without limit, eternal, omnipotent, God, Lord. This Spirit of God fills the universe, and all that is created recognizes in him the source of its own identity, finds in him its own transcendent expression, turns to him and awaits him, invokes him with its own being. Man turns to him as to the paraclete, the Spirit of truth and of love. Man who lives by truth and by love, and who without the source of truth and of love cannot live. To him turns the Church, which is the heart of humanity, to implore for all and dispense to all those gifts of the love which through him 
has been poured into our hearts. To him turns the church along the intricate paths of man's pilgrimage on earth. She implores, she unceasingly implores uprightness of human acts as the spirits work. She implores the joy and consolation that only he, the true counsellor, can bring by coming down into people's inmost hearts. The church implores the grace of the virtues that merit heavenly glory, implores eternal salvation and the full communication of the divine life to which the Father has eternally predestined human beings, created through love in the image and likeness of the most holy trinity. The church with her heart which embraces all human hearts implores from the Holy Spirit that holiness which only in God has its complete realization the joy that no one will be able to take away, the joy which is the fruit of love and therefore of God, who is love. She implores the righteousness, the peace and the joy of the Holy Spirit in which, in the words of St. Paul, consists the kingdom of God. Peace, too, is the fruit of love, that interior peace which weary man seeks in his inmost being, that peace besought by humanity, the human family, peoples, nations, continents, anxiously hoping to obtain it in the prospect of the transition from the second to the third Christian millennium. Since the way of peace passes in the last analysis through love and seeks to create the civilization of love, the Church fixes her eyes on him who is the love of the Father and the Son, and in spite of the increasing dangers, she does not cease to trust, she does not cease to invoke and to serve the peace of man on earth. Her trust is based on him who, being the spirit love, is also the spirit of peace and does not cease to be present in our human world on the horizon of minds and hearts in order to fill the universe with love and peace. Before him I kneel at the end of these considerations and implore him as the spirit of the Father and the Son to grant to all of us the blessing and grace which I desire to pass on in the name of the Most Holy Trinity, to the sons and daughters of the Church, and to the whole human family. Let us pray. Come, O Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be recreated, and you will renew the face of the earth. O God, who instructs the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be always truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Renew your wonders in this our day as by a new Pentecost. Grant to your Church that being of one mind and steadfast in prayer with Mary, the Mother of Jesus, and following the lead of blessed Peter, it may advance the reign of our divine Saviour, the reign of truth and justice, the reign of love and peace. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come and renew the face of the earth. Come with your seven gifts, Spirit of life. Come, Spirit of communion and love. The Church and the world need you. Come, Holy Spirit, and make ever more fruitful the charisms you have bestowed on us. Amen.
Remember, O most loving Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help or sought thine intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee do I stand, sinful and sorrowful, O Mother of the Word incarnate. Despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and grant my prayer. Amen.